Hello, my name is Sam Becker, and I'm the Brookings First United Methodist Church's Worship Technology and Media Director. On behalf of our pastors, Pete Grassow and Krista Ducker, I welcome you to this episode of Messages from First United Methodist Brookings. This podcast is a full audio version of the sermon and scripture from each week's Sunday morning and Wednesday Manna in the Middle services. Today's message was delivered by Pastor Pete Grassow on October 6th, 2021. You can watch the entire service on our website at brookingsmethodist.org and on our Facebook page at Brookings First United Methodist Church. Now, here's Pastor Pete with Save All You Can. My name is Pastor Pete. I grew up as a Methodist, starting out in a tiny little Methodist church in a city of Cape Town, which is at the southern tip of Africa. Having grown up within the church, I became a pastor in the church, and to my joy, I find myself a pastor in a Methodist church here in South Dakota. Tonight I'd like to speak a little bit about the founder of the Methodist movement, the one who originated the movement. Anyone here want a guess at what his name is? Whose picture's on the screen? And don't say some old dude. Anyone willing to risk it? John Wesley, you're right. John Wesley, who founded a revival movement within the Church of England in the 1700s. John Wesley, who had no intention of starting a new church, he just wanted revival in the church that he was in, and found himself mostly preaching to the common people, the ordinary people of England, at a time where they were really, really poor. The people he preached to were the kind of people who felt so insignificant that they'd literally work their week, and in those days it was a six-day working week. So you'd work from Monday to Saturday, you get paid your wages on Saturday afternoon, and because your week had been so awful, you'd then go to the pub and use your wages to drink yourself silly on Saturday night, and you'd spend Sunday sleeping to recover that you could go back to work on Monday. Often the story of a wife waiting outside the pub in the hope of catching her husband before he went into the pub, that she could have some money to get the family through the coming week. And John Wesley said to these people, there is another way to live. That God can take your small, insignificant lives, lives that feel worthless and poor, and God can make something of your life. And he used the stories of Jesus, the parables of Jesus, to inspire people to dream that they could be more than they were. 
So I'm going to read to us one such parable tonight. I'm reading from Mark chapter 4, and I'm going to read verses 26 to 29. Mark 4 from 26. Jesus said, The kingdom of God is as if a man should scatter seed on the ground. He sleeps and rises night and day. And the seed sprouts and grows, and he knows not how. The earth produces by itself first the blade, then the ear, then the full grain in the ear. But when the grain is ripe, at once he puts in the sickle, because the harvest has come. Which kind of felt like an appropriate parable for this time of the year, because we are now at harvest. And we look back at our farming community and we celebrate harvests that have come in. A story told by Jesus in which Jesus does what he often does, and that's use a rural farming story to illustrate a spiritual truth. We call these stories parables, and someone once said a parable is an earthly story with a heavenly meaning. I actually would rather turn it on its head and say, a parable is a heavenly story that gives meaning to our earthly lives. Um, but the basic point to this story that Jesus has told is that when you plant a seed in the ground, remarkably, it grows. Most of the time, farmers and gardeners take this for granted. You put your seed in, you wait for it to arrive, and it arrives because it takes place under the watchful eye of the Creator who created heaven and earth. Now certainly this story was really important for the followers of Jesus in the first century. That early band of people who continued to follow Jesus after his death and his resurrection, who were persecuted by the Romans and often had moments where they wondered if this little band of Jesus followers would ever flourish, where they probably felt like a little seed that had been planted and wondered whether they would survive. And, and amazingly, from that first seed that was planted, we have a Christian church that has grown harvest right around the world. Every country in the world have Christians from that initial seed that was planted in the Middle East. Those who heard John Wesley preach this parable experienced a similar thing. From a small group of people who first heard Wesley in England, a message spread across to America, a message spread to Africa, to Asia, to Europe, and this Methodist movement has grown around the world, and today the Methodist movement is counted at about 40 million Methodists. So those who are in confirmation class, you are being welcomed into a 40 million strong movement. Let me be clear, not 40 million United Methodists, because the Methodist church comes in a number of different shapes and sizes, number of different names in different parts of the world, 
but this Methodist movement from an initial seed has flourished and has grown worldwide. But there's more to this Methodist story. There's more to just a small beginning and a flourishing church. John Wesley told his followers that their faith was more than just offering their lives to Jesus. John Wesley said to them, your faith is also about the way you live your lives. And he challenged them to think about the way they use their money. John Wesley said, I invite you to think before you go to the pub and spend all your money on Saturday afternoon. One of his famous sermons had these three points. Point number one was gain all you can. Point number two, save all you can. And point number three, give all you can. And that is what we're preaching over three weeks. If you do not know already, there is a booklet at the information desk that kind of spells it out in some more depth. But this is a Methodist mantra. This is part of who we are as Methodist people. We have been challenged to think about the way we use our money and what we do with our money. I'm going to pause at the second one this week. Save all you can. Wesley, who spoke to his early followers and said to them, don't spend everything you get at the end of the week. If you can manage to save something, you can change your life. And to help them do that, he set up a saving society at every single church. He appointed a treasurer, and when people came to church on Sunday, they would give the treasurer a penny a week. Um, which might not sound like a lot, but literally became a seed that got planted. And each week they brought their penny, it got written up in a book. He created saving societies. And gradually, not only did Methodist people stop drinking their lives away, but they began to save. And in the saving, were able to send their children to school. And as their children grew up with education, so the whole family improved their lot in life. And Methodist people grew a reputation for being trustworthy with their money. In fact, in the 1800s, it was common knowledge that if you wanted somebody to work in your bank because you could trust them with money, hire a Methodist. If you wanted somebody in the trade union movement to be your treasurer, find a Methodist. Or if you wanted a business person who would not cheat you out of your money, find a Methodist. Because the Methodists had learned that their money was, was open before God and they were trustworthy people. And I wonder if there's a challenge for us in this about the way you and I use and live with our money. I wonder if it's common knowledge in town today when you're hiring somebody, if somebody says, hire a Methodist because you can trust them with money. I am wondering whether we'd be willing to take the story of the seed and a God who multiplies a seed and pass it through our own lives. I have three thoughts for us this evening. 
Is it possible that you've all sat with that one thing that you know you should do, but you've been putting off? That thing that, that you come back to, but you don't actually want to do it because it takes effort. And maybe tonight, the idea that one small step can begin a bigger journey in your life. Maybe tonight's the moment that you say, I'm going to take that first step. I'll, I'll plant that first seed to that dream that I have and see how God can, can flourish it. Don't keep putting it off. Have that moment where you say, I'm going to do it. Ella, to that, perhaps you might want to think of trying to save something. And I know it's really hard when your parents, because your children just keep spending your money. But maybe, maybe instead of spending everything on Black Friday this year, maybe you'll put something away instead and see what God can do with that seed that you plant. We live in an incredibly consumerist society where the invitation is to spend everything we get. How about for a moment that we reach back into our Methodist roots and we choose to put away something each month so that God can prosper us? And then my final thought, have you ever thought of pledging to the life of this church, planting a seed to see what God might do in the life of this church? October is our pledge month, and in a week or two's time, we're going to invite our congregation to make a pledge for 2022. Maybe you'd like to begin to think about that now and ask yourself, what could I offer that I can be part of God's prospering? So let me close out with a quote from John Wesley. John Wesley who says, Get all you can without hunting your soul, your body, or your neighbor. Save all you can, cutting off every needless expense. And give all you can, be glad to give, and ready to distribute. We'll come back to it again next week. We'll talk a bit about the giving. Um, but I am convinced, I am convinced that God prospers us when we learn to plant those seeds. Thank you for listening to today's message from First United Methodist Brookings. To get every message delivered to you, subscribe to this podcast for free and leave us a review wherever you get yours. And be sure to watch for new podcasts from us launching in the coming months. You can always find more information about our services and outreach on our website at brookingsmethodist.org and on our Facebook page, Brookings First United Methodist Church. On behalf of the pastors of Brookings First United Methodist Church, thank you for listening and see you next time. This podcast was produced by Sam Becker on behalf of First United Methodist Church in Brookings, South Dakota. Intro and outro music was performed by our praise team under CCLI license number 936719. Streaming Plus license number 21039161. Visit brookingsmethodist.org for more information.